It's time to accelerate. Hi, this is Andy. Welcome to another edition of Frontline Friday with my regular and very special guest, Bridget Gleason. Now, before we get to the show, Bridget and I have a favor to ask of you. Really appreciate it. If you took time right now to leave a review for this show on iTunes, and while you're there, click the button, subscribe to Accelerate, make sure you get Frontline Friday automatically each week. Also, we need to hear from you. More specifically, we need your sales questions. I mean, what can we answer for you? What challenges do you have that we can help you with? So go to accelerate.fm forward slash frontline and enter your question there. Each month, we're going to select one listener's question to be the question of the month. And the winner will receive a $50 Amazon gift card. So remember, go to accelerate.fm forward slash frontline to give us your question and maybe win 50 bucks. So Bridget, how are you today? I, I feel fantastic. It's not saying that I am fantastic, but life is fantastic. How's that? Life is fantastic. Fantastic. Life is fantastic. Life is good. You know, Andy, you had been in the hospital not too long ago. Life yeah. is good. Life's always good. Life always. is good. When you're not in that, life is good. Yeah, yeah. By definition, life is good when you're not in that. Yes, that's for sure. So, um, so you know, we're summer's approaching. I thought we'd talk about summer. It doesn't feel like is summer. summer? It does, it, 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 thank you. Yeah, it doesn't feel like summer, does it? <laughs> no, because in New York today it's fifty nine and cloudy and rainy, and feels like about forty five degrees. But um, okay, and here in Boston it is fifty three and cloudy, so it doesn't feel exactly like summer for the no. California girl that I am was exactly. have been. Which one? Take a choice. You either were. You have been, or you're going to be? Uh, I was, I have been, and I'm going to be. Okay, there we go. Covering all the bases. So, here's, here's the question for you. Yes, I'm all, I'm all ears. I'm all ears. I can hardly wait. So, do you need a special summer sales strategy? I mean, people go on vacation, buyers are gone, they're not traveling with their kids. I mean... I mean, is there something you should have done to prepare f- ahead of time? Or is there something you need to do differently during the summer in order not to lose momentum? I mean, you see sort of the seasonal trends, first quarter's, eh, second quarter's, yeah, better, third quarter flat, fourth quarter, we bring it on home. Uh, you know, always the big quarter. But, but does it have to be that way? Well, I think in most of the companies that I've been with, we've talked about seasonality. So I would think about it I do think about it. I think about it as a manager. I think about it as uh, a VP. I I thought about it as an individual contributor. When people are vacationing and how do I plan accordingly? I don't know that it's a, I don't know that I would say it's a different strategy as much as it's an awareness and being prepared. If there's if there are going to be some dips, I want to be able to cover it at the front end. I'd always rather cover it on the front end than I would on the back end. Meaning? I, I would want to sell more ahead of time in okay. preparation. Of. So do you consciously do that as you approach you know, summer months? You know, work with your team to say, hey, you know, we're going into some season perhaps yes. it's a little more risky, so let's try to front load as much of this as we can? Well, just, yeah. yeah I mean, plan that we're entering a vacation mode. And and it differs. I mean, in uh, Europe, there are different months that are really heavy on vacation. In yeah. the U.S., there are some months 
Israel has its own own set of holidays, which I'm learning all about. It's in fact, I was so excited that we've got one coming up. Um, we've got Memorial Day coming up, and by the time this airs, it may have already passed. But we've got Memorial Day coming up, and I feel like it was the first holiday that we've had. Israel's had a whole bunch of them, but right. we do think about it. We do. We think about okay, they're going to be out. How do we want to? What do we? How do we want to front load that potentially, or at least put it into our planning? So, how do you front load things in your business? I mean, is it just a matter of because you've got a certain lead time? What's your average sales cycle? Depends on the segment of the business, but it can be thirty days. It can be it's not too long, sixty to ninety days. Yeah, still pretty short. But I mean, and and obviously enterprises months. But yeah, yeah you you definitely have a lead time. And, you know, somebody, my, one of my favorite quotes, you've probably heard it, something to the effect of um, a pipeline creates confidence. So if you've got enough pipeline, then, yeah, you can sort of have the confidence that you'll, you won't have the dip in those months, whether it be from uh, vacation, summer, scheduling, Somebody drops off whatever it is. <laughs> right. Of course, I always think when you talk about pipeline creates confidence, you know, the similar research finding that came out in the last couple of years about you know, 80% of pipeline ends up in no decision or something like that. So how much confidence can you have really have in your pipeline? It's just saying you'll have, uh, you'll have more confidence. Than if you had none. It, You'll have more confidence if you have pipeline than if you have no pipeline. That's it. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying. Okay. Oh, have pipeline and then be sure. confident. I'm just saying, relatively speaking, relatively speaking, generally speaking, more is better. It's not always the case, but generally speaking. Yeah. I remember back in the days when when I was traveling extensively, and especially traveling during the summer. Uh, yeah, I mean, you just, you knew it was going to suck, right? I mean, just the inconveniences, the amateurs are out traveling during the summer. Um, <laughs> I love that. The amateurs are out traveling, okay? Yeah. And, yeah, do you still, I guess you don't have as many people that, that travel as much anymore, but, I mean, those that you have, I mean, do you have any special advice for them? What do you mean? Well, like, in terms what kind of, of advice? In, in terms of how to structure their... Yeah, you know, structure their trips. I mean, yeah, you know, I was talking to somebody not that long ago about, you know, they found it harder to get hold of people during the summer, uh, but they found themselves making more single-purpose trips and sometimes involved some fairly extensive travel. And as it was, uh, hmm. we were just brainstorming with them ideas about, you know, how to try to make the trips more productive or whether you just even postpone the trips until you know, can actually, you know, justify the travel by seeing more than one customer on a, a travel. Well, I guess it depends on what the purpose of it is. If, if we are, let's say in a certain stage of a deal, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't, the, the, it doesn't matter if it's summer or a spring break. If, if the people are available and they want to do it, then we'll go do it. 
So I found if there's a project that's being worked on and that this is, if there is some critical event that you're moving towards, then you just keep moving along the plan. I haven't, I, there's one deal that we're working right now. It's a very, very large deal and it's not a 30, 60, 90 day deal. This has been in the works for many, many months and it's a company in, it's a European company mm-hmm. and they take a lot of time off in the summer. And so even as we work with purchasing, we've planned our schedule around sort of their planned breaks. Right. And we just go and that's just, it was just, it was all part of the, it was all part of the schedule that we put together with them and the timeline. Yep. Yeah. I mean, you got to do that, especially as I'm dealing with, with European customers that it's not as, doesn't seem to be quite as hard and fast as it was, you know, 15, 20 years ago where, you know, come August 1st, Europe shut up and went away or closed up shop, but went away. But, um, yeah, there's still, still big influence with the vacations during the summer. So a question about summer then for you is, is how do you advise salespeople when to take vacation? Do you think there's an optimal time to take it? Do they get vacation? (laughs) You're assuming that I let them have vacation. Um, well, well, you know, well, life. Well, let's answer life, that question. Let's answer that question first. You let people take their vacation, don't you? Of course, of course. Okay. Um, certain things are just life events. There are weddings, and there are family reunions, and there are. Um, this group is getting together. There are things that happen in their lives. Presidents' club of a of a fiance. So somebody who works for me here, fiance had president's club. And so certain things that aren't, you, you can't change the date. You can't change the date. And so there's a certain number that doesn't matter when it is. That's when they need to take them. So they need to go take them. Um, So so you're you're not big about, because some companies are, and some companies are fairly rigid in trying to get salespeople to, take vacations during quote unquote slow periods and so on. No, no, because I think slow periods for me, my favorite times were slow periods. There was a lot that I was able to do with regards to the people who were around Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and preparing for the next quarter or the next month or whatever it was, it, it gave me some time to do things that maybe in the sort of the fast pace that I was generally in, I got to slow down a little bit. So no, I don't encourage them to go take them. I typically don't like the last week of a quarter. That's not my, like if you have a choice, I don't want it towards the end of a quarter. Sure. Um, but I don't try to get people to take it during a particularly slow period. If, if it works for them, like let's say between Christmas and New Year's, which is typically slow and it's typically a time when people like to take off. I still have to balance that though, to make sure that there are some people around because some people still are working. So there's still a balance, but I don't, I don't, I don't push it too far one way or the other. Okay. So here's a question that sort of more in the news about Work and vacation, though it's not specific about vacation, but you know, we've seen in Europe where there's been legislation passed that uh, I don't know, it was Germany, I think it was, that said that uh, you're not required to answer emails from work after hours. Um, you're not required or you're not allowed? Well, maybe not. Because sometimes it's not allowed. 
Maybe it's not allowed. It certainly you couldn't be required to. So that could be two halves of the same coin. But um, so what? You know, when you have people go off on vacation, what what's your sort of guidelines? I mean, do you expect them to be completely cut off? Do you expect them to be partly engaged with work while they're on vacation? You know, so what's your expectation? And what do you think is a reasonable expectation? I don't have a blanket answer, but I think about this because I went through this recently with uh, someone who works for me who went to President's Club and she hadn't been here that long. So it was probably a little early um, just in terms of her going on vacation it was about a week and a half. And a week and a half after she started? A week and a half the vacation. Oh, okay. Okay. And, but, but I knew about it ahead of time and I, I wanted her to go. And we talked about what the best strategy for her was going to be and what she felt comfortable with and what she wanted to do. But, and one of the things that I said is don't, be there, but be here. You know, don't be physically there, but have your mind here at work because you're not going to have a vacation then. So if there's certain things, I, I would rather just have it off your plate and have somebody follow up for you and, you know, let us know what we need to do. If there's certain calls you feel like you need to be involved in, let me know those. First of all, I said, let me know very clearly what you want to do. Do you want to take all the time off? Do you want to work? Like, let's talk about what you feel most comfortable with. And then my encouragement was don't just let it sort of linger every day because then you're not going to have a vacation. Right. Um, and there may be certain times that you say, okay, these two mornings, I'm just going to check in, do a couple hours of work. This is when it's going to be. So I guess more than anything, Andy, I just look for clarity. I, I want to different people feel, and I wouldn't mind it if she said, I'm going to totally unplug. I'm going to totally unplug. You just need to make sure you've got it covered if somebody totally unplugs. Yeah, well, I think it was great you you spent the time to talk with her because I think too few managers do this in my experiences is to you know set expectations. And as you said, if the expectation was set, hey, I'm going to completely unplug, perfectly all fine. That's your vacation. But let's just know that ahead of time. That that's going to be the case. Yeah, and I think that's right. You just want, and, and you know, as we were having these discussions, um, as I said, one of the things that she considered was that she would just kind of check in a couple times a day. And I really advised her not to do that. No, I agree. I, I just agree. said, I, I think if you do that, you are... You're, you're never, you won't be fully present. And if you're going to go, they were in Hawaii. If you're going to go to Hawaii, be fully present, be there with, be there to enjoy it, be there with your fiance, go enjoy it and celebrate it. But if you always feel like, oh, I said, I'd check in. Oh, I need to check. Oh, let me look at my phone. You might as well not go. And I really think you need to go. Yeah. Yeah. I think as a, as a good sort of practice if people want to think about okay well i just can't completely turn off right is is block time just like we do we block time during the day to prospect and so on is i I do this just my examples is you know my wife and i go to hawaii (laughs) as often as we can and but i i can't completely divorce from myself from my work and so what we do is we just we'll block you know a couple hours every morning you know, we'll go out, we're going to do our exercise, we'll have breakfast. And then from like 
9 to 11, we work. And that's, but then we're done the rest of the day. We don't look at it. You know, we go do what we want to do. We've taken care of it. You know, if somebody calls or there's a, you know, an emergency email or something, we'll take it. But, you know, generally until we're back in our room after dinner, maybe we'll check email then. But, yeah, we just haven't. It's been vacation. And so I think that if you feel like you can't completely, you know, separate yourself, which is fine and understandable too, is is budget that time very specifically. Not say I'm going to check in three or four times. Say, no, I'm going to check in during this time frame, and this is when I'm available. Yeah, and I had a, a before I joined Logs.io, I had had a, a family trip planned, and I hadn't been at the company very long, and I still wanted to go and do this trip, but what that meant for me and the decision that I made was exactly what you said. Okay, I, I need to be available. I can't totally unplug, um, but I'm going to block this amount of time, I'll take calls as I need to. I don't mind getting up early, so I have to get up a little early to well, do some calls. You're in Hawaii, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, it works out fine for East Coast at six hours. I mean, you're going to be up at three in the morning anyway. I know. Then you throw Tel Aviv in there, and then it's all <laughs> you're on your own just on one. one big me- I know. It's just one big mess. Like, we're we're just on opposite sets, you know, 12, o'clock, 12 p.m. here, 12 a.m. there. So that makes it a little more challenging, but... Yeah, I think you got it. I think you have to just, and everybody's different on this. Some people want to completely unplug. Some people, it makes them more anxious to completely unplug. And I'm a little bit of the latter, but mm-hmm. sure. I don't like to come back and have a whole bunch of stuff. So for me, I would rather block a little bit of time yep, me too. while I'm gone and go through it. But that's me. Not everybody's like that. Right. Not everybody's like that. But it is a good suggestion, I think, for people to consider because it is vacation time coming up. And, and how do you, yeah, how do you share your mind, you know, with between vacation and family and, and work? And, yeah, a lot of entrepreneurs listen to the show. They're like, like me, you own your own business. Well, you know, yeah, just spend a couple hours. You spend those couple hours, the world's not going to end when you're out of touch the rest of the time. Well, and I think if, the problem otherwise, and I've I've been guilty of this and not happy also, is when my mind is at work and I'm checking and I'm looking at Slack and I'm getting messages and I'm not fully present wherever it is that I'm technically on vacation. I'm not fully present with my kids or I'm not fully present with my family or whatever it is. And I think it's just as best we can be fully present. When I'm working, I'm going to fully work. If it's that two hours that I block, but to just have the cloud following you, you don't come back very rested. I certainly didn't. No. Um, so you might as well not take the time. So when are you going back to Hawaii? I don't have anything planned yet. I don't have anything planned yet. I don't have any good vacation planned right now. Now, but you're making me think of it that I should plan some good vacation. You should. I, I know. I know. I, I've I've got some weekends planned, but I don't have anything uh, big and long planned. Hmm. We'll see. I got to get it on the. I got to get it blocked. I'm having too much fun right now. Yeah, but you still need to recharge, right? That's true. That's true. All right, so your assignment for next week. Okay, yes. I, will, I love assignments, especially if they get graded. Yeah, we'll grade it. We'll okay. certainly grade it. So okay. coming back, you're going to tell us... Where I'm going? Where you're going on vacation. Okay, I love that. And when? 
Okay, and when? Okay, that's the more challenging one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, anybody can have plans without dates on a calendar. That's true. That's Mm -hmm. true. I'm pretty good at, at, uh, I'm a planner, so once I get it in my little head, I like to execute. I like to see it and trip it. (laughs) Okay, okay, that's that's even better. I love to look at trip it and say, oh, I get to go all these places. I know, I know. If only I didn't have to fly there. Yeah, well, there is that, but some of those places I don't mind flying to. That's true. When you're going on vacation, it's a different story. Yeah. Yeah. Or even not necessarily on vacation, but uh, yeah, as long as it's an interesting destination. I said, always good to, people don't use TripIt, heartily recommend it, pro version. <laughs> Keep all of your travel plans well yeah, organized. Well organized. Yeah. So. Yeah. TripIt's great. That's a, see, see, that's, that's back to what you and I've talked about in the past about being in the bubble. You think that's, that's a bubble? A trip, uh, trip that's a bubble, a bubble, bubble app? I think that's a bubble app for sure. For sure. It's a bubble app. Yeah, it could be. In which case, I'm, I'm guilty. But I mean, I've been using it for several years now. And, and Early adopter. I think I was an early adopter. But yeah, I travel extensively. And yeah, just invaluable because you, know, you never had to sort of like search my email <laughs> to see my confirmation or so on. I just... You know, you get the confirmation, you just forward it to TripIt, and and you're done. And everything's there and organized by trip. And so all the hotels, all the airplanes, all the confirmation numbers you need. I mean, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's a real simplifier. Love those apps. Yeah. And that one's, that one's a good one. So yeah, I should go scroll back through it again so I can daydream about vacation. Where's your next vacation? Hawaii. So two weeks Hawaii okay. in August. Nice. Yeah. Actually, I sort of, I was looking at today. It's actually um, going to Hawaii four times in the next six months. So, <sighs> must be the life. Must be the life. Well, hey, you know, own your business. Yeah, you can operate your business from anywhere. It's not a bad gig. I know. I've done it. You've done it. I know. So, all right, Bridget, as always, fantastic to talk with you. And likewise, until next time, I like what we're going to talk about next time, vacation. Oh, My yeah. vacation and yeah. when. Don't forget. <laughs> All right. I'm writing the note to make sure that we, we talk about your vacation assignment. Love it. And then maybe we can talk about a little what your reading assignment is for your vacation as well. I get reading assignments? Sure. On vacation? Well, see, we always talk about business reading. Well, let's talk about something that's not business reading. Okay. Now, now you're talking my language. Something, you know, for pleasure. All right. Free the mind up. That's good. All right. I, I do both. I read both. Excellent. All right, Bridget, till next time. Andy, as always, great and, to talk to you. And friends, thank you for joining us again today. Make sure you come back next Friday. Listen to us again here on Frontline Friday. Bridget, see you then. All right. Take care. <laughs> 